0: Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. The Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area.
1: The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Oh, wow. This show is excellent. You might think, Ken, you say that every week that the show is excellent, but this one really is because in the pre-show... I learned something about credit scores and I thought I knew everything about credit scores, having written the Wealth Formula book, having been in real estate sales for 25 years. But Kelly waltzed in here (laughs) and taught me something in half a second. So in the next less, just under 30 minutes, you'll learn everything you ever wanted to know. And then maybe some extra about your credit score why no credit is like having bad credit, how to improve your credit score, and even what the range of credit score numbers are. And so I've got two lovely guests with me, Kelly Wilson from Invis Mortgages and Candace St. Louis from the Decker Team. And here we go. Kelly, what's the difference on a credit score? You know, I see credit scores of 650, 720, 780... Uh, We're gonna run my credit score right after this. I'm gonna use your newfangled app, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, maybe I shouldn't do that. (laughs) We shouldn't do that on the air. Definitely not. We're not gonna check my credit score on the air. Okay. (laughs) On your phone. All right. So there's ranges. What are the ranges in the credit score?
0: Uh, So there's two things to know. Firstly, Uh, one is that there are actually two reporting agencies in Canada. So uh, depending which agency you're checking your credit, it will not be the same. They vary a little bit in terms of how they compile the credit score. So one being TransUnion and one being Equifax. So it used to be that Equifax was probably the more prominent one, especially in mortgages. um, And you had less people reporting to TransUnion, but now it's becoming a little bit more frequently where they're opening it up. And depending on which financial institution you're working with for whatever credit you're trying to apply for, uh, could vary as terms of which one they go to first or you know they have a preferred one. So credit scores typically range anywhere from 300 to 900. And I've only seen, just so everybody knows, I've only seen <laughs> one 880 uh, in 20 years of doing this. Really? Y- yes. And I've only seen one in the 300s. Oh, good. So, that, that was,
2: no. Ooh. so,
0: um, when you're looking. That person
1: didn't buy a house. That person they? was
0: not quite ready to buy a house for a little while. Uh, we had some work to do. Um, but, you know, one thing to, to know is that it's, you know, it's easier for it to fall and tumble, you know, and it takes a little longer to work it back up, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, we want to, you know, be able to share some of those tips with you guys today. So uh, anything that is considered good credit or fair credit would be over 650. Um, If you're looking at getting any specialty type products with mortgages or looking for really excellent interest rates, depending on what you're applying for, you want to be somewhere between 680 and 720. And then 750 is considered excellent.
1: Okay. So, if you want those special things, if you're higher, that's okay.
0: If you're higher, that's okay. Yeah, there's a lot of special programs um, where you can uh, actually buy a bit more house, right? It could increase your ability to spend more to purchase a house, uh, or maybe you're looking as a self-employed individual and you want the special programs in place um, that you're able to do a 10% down or what have you. So. Special programs um, that are available or better interest rates are going to be offered to those who have a higher credit score. And 720 is probably a better number to work with, a a credit score of 720. Um, But we do get a lot of phone calls where a client says, oh, I've checked my credit score and it's 780. The problem is TransUnion will be accurate, okay, but when you're looking at Equifax, they're, what they're seeing on their report is actually different from what we're seeing on our report. So it's typically higher on what they're looking at than what we can actually pull on our end. And we have the ability to pull to pull both, which is nice. You
1: lost me. <laughs> All right. So so the credit score that you pull mm-hmm. might be lower than the credit score that the bank pulls?
0: Well, then the client can pull directly oh, through the, the, Oh, so
1: the client pulls it and their number sometimes is bigger their self number their self, self number yep. yeah yeah is bigger than the number that you pull when you want to get
0: credit yeah and typically oh, that's, that's only with equifax transunion it's is accurate for both ends okay okay yeah interesting it is interesting so depending on what one has the higher score we may tend to favor a lender that works with that credit okay credit uh, okay.
1: company so what kind of things is made up of the credit score because there's, you know, like Google has their analytics where you got to figure out all the time what they're doing so that you can get a higher ranking, and then Facebook does it so that your friends don't see anymore because you, <laughs> go, you got to say more than five words in a comment because otherwise it's not counted.
2: And like so many things and so on. Yeah, there's yeah.
1: all kinds of stuff you have to yeah. do to show up in Facebook. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things do you have to do to show up in your credit score?
0: So what financial institutions are actually looking for when somebody's applying for credit uh, there's quite a few things that are taken into consideration. So one actually is your credit history. And I know everybody has to start somewhere, so so we will get into that. Um, but your credit history, if you're applying for a mortgage, most financial institutions want to see a minimum of two years of trading. It's called trading, so that you've had an active account, whether it be a line of credit or a credit card, a car loan, a student loan, a f- yeah, which are now reporting phone, phone um companies now. So an active trade line is what they're looking for and a minimum of two years. Now, there are always exceptions to the rule, just depending on where and what stage the person is in their life, if they've just come out of school or what have you. Um, But the credit history is is something that is taken into consideration. The big, big, big one that people don't tend to know, and this is the the, the largest uh, way that somebody can really deteriorate their credit score very quickly. The, um, uh, the different financial institutions typically report every month, right, to, to Equifax and TransUnion. And what happens is it's the snapshot that is taken the day that they go in and look. So let's say, for example, and we're talking about utilization, how much have you borrowed off the amount that the bank has allowed you to have, right? So your credit limits. So let's say, for example, you have a $1,000 credit limit on a visa, okay? Um, anything that is reporting over sixty five percent, so six hundred and fifty dollars is as soon as it starts to go over, it starts to really drop your credit score because what the bank sees is that hey we've given you this ability to borrow and you've actually utilized all of it so don't get caught up with well that's only a thousand dollars or that's twenty thousand dollar limit it there there's no way to differentiate it's sixty five percent of the available credit that you have, do not go over 65%. If you can stay under 65%, that is going to be 35% of your actual credit score. It's a huge
1: chunk. Wow. So the utilization of your total, or not even total, but each individual credit limit, Mm -hmm. if you're over 65% of that limit, it's going to knock your credit score way down. Now, what if you're over the limit?
0: Over the limit will... we'll we'll take a a very quick dive very quickly and we've seen where somebody gets pre-approved for a mortgage and then two to three months later they found something and they went over on one credit card but that one credit card tipped them below what we had originally offered right so one of the other things that people try to do is they say okay I've got a few different lines of credits or credit cards I'm going to really focus on the one that has the lowest amount of interest but they keep you know, they keep the other one, or sorry, the highest amount of interest. So they keep the low interest runs sitting at the limits where they're focusing on the one that has the higher interest rate, right? So if you have a credit card at 19% or a line of credit at 7%, they're going to just solely focus. And I say, don't do that. Take the equal amount of money and start to put put down on both of them at the exact same time so that the limits are coming down together. Because you could pay off one and the other one's still at the limit and that's not going to help you.
1: Hmm. Interesting. And what about when you, uh, you know, you, you get these letters that oh, if you you'll get it at zero interest if you close this account or pay off that account and put it on this new account, how does that affect things?
0: So I would say if you don't need it, don't apply for it. Right. Um, the number of cards that you have plays into a percentage. It's worth about ten percent inquiries if you're looking around for for different. Um, types of credit that you want to open so we see it time and time again where somebody wants to get furniture on a don't pay for 6 months and then all of a sudden they open up a line of credit. So that's inquiries can hurt you. Um, it really like I said is only about 10% of that total amount. However, it's the inquiries with the new accounts being opened, right? So if they if you've inquired and then you've opened and you've inquired and then you've opened, that starts to play a bit of a heavier effect on lowering the credit score. So um, if you're looking for a mortgage or a car, which is kind of interesting, you typically have about a 45-day window that you can do some shopping around. Those are t- the two biggest things that people are shopping around for, right? So, so the, the credit agencies know this and they've sort of um, changed the way that they review those types of inquiries because you're not going to go open 10 mortgage accounts, right? Um, so they sort of allow you that 45-day window where they're not really going to hurt your credit to be able to, to do some shopping around. Um, And the other big one is payment history, right? The banks want to know your payment history. Have you been late? So we have things that look like, uh, we call them R rated, I guess. (laughs) 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 Um, Rated two, rated three, R four, R five, I call it rated. Um, So you're looking at, have you been 30 days late, 60 days late, 90 days late, and is paid on time? You know, you've got a perfect credit history. So if you're looking at any late payments, that could immediately affect, you know, another 30% of your credit score,
2: so. What if you have, like, let's say, you're gonna be late on something, Mm -hmm. and you have the choice of being late on um, three or four little things, like, let's say, your cell phone bill, a hydro bill, those sorts of things, a cable bill, and then, or you'd be late on one thing, like your mortgage, which sounds really scary. What would be the best thing to do if you have to be late on something? Either three or four
0: little things versus a big thing. So it used to be that your your mortgage actually wasn't reporting on the credit bureau. Because of the Privacy Act, they, they weren't allowed to actually report. Um, but it, I actually think it's wonderful that they're now reporting to the agencies simply because most Canadians will pay their mortgage first, right? That seems to be the, the number one thing is they're going, okay, no matter what is out there, we have to we have to pay the mortgage, well, it's right? It's good to
1: keep a roof over your head in, in January. <laughs> it is,
0: <laughs> but tr- try to go back and, and renegotiate something with your financial institution or try to negotiate a good rate on renewal when you've missed or had a late payment on one mortgage payment. That's, you know, shelter is your number one, right? Um, but if you're looking at sort of the rest of things, you know, as a household, um the things that don't report to the credit agency unless you actually go into collections they can't see that you're late on a hydro bill right they can't see that you're late on your your home phone bill or your cable bill or any of those you know your insurance might be a bit late you know for your home insurance so things like that aren't necessarily now you need to keep your home insurance in place absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, yes. but just things like that are not physically reporting it's when you when you go out and you have applied to have credit lent to you and you've been given this responsibility whether it's a car or lines of credits or what have you, um, those are the ones you want to pay first, right? Anything else utility-based or, you know, if it's not reporting, you leave that one to the last one.
1: And my thought on cable is if you're struggling to pay your bills, why don't you just cancel your cable?
0: Yeah, you could do that. Netflix. Get a part-time
1: job with all that time you're watching TV. <laughs> 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 now, I got a question because I just recently bought a car. mm mm-hmm. And they gave me a better deal to get a, get a financing on it. And I'm going to pay that financing off early, mm-hmm. which is going to be good for my credit, I think. But my question is utilization. So the, let's say the car was $40,000 mm-hmm. and the loan then is $40,000. So I'm at the maximum of the loan amount. Does that mean utilization-wise I'm over my 65 or is that only for like revolving credit where you can take different amounts out?
0: So it will only be for revolving type loans. So if you if you have an installment loan, those are actually the best types of loans because at that point, you know, you've borrowed the money. You've made an actual agreement to pay every single month for, you know, three years, four years, five years. So installment loans actually report a little bit better than just having a credit card that you haven't used. Right. So um, a lot of financial institutions will look and they'll say, you know, and and the limits actually do make a difference. So it used to be that a lot of the financial institutions said, oh, well, if you have a limit of 10,000 or you have a limit of 20,000, we have to act as if you borrowed it. You say, Yeah, but I've never used that thing a day in my life or, you know, I used it one time for a tank of gas or something. So but but the reality is, is most of them don't look at the actual limits right? In terms of lowering the amount you can borrow. Um, but I would always say have two cards really that, that you like to use. Um, lines of credits are good just because they typically have cheaper interest rates, um, but they're not as handy, right? When you're when you're trying to get around or you know, gas in your car and things like that. But one of the things that you can do, which actually is a lot of the banks will allow you to do it and the credit card companies is to have auto payments set up, right? so. Figure out when your payment is actually due. Call that credit card company and say, if anything, just take out the interest the day before it's due. Uh, the banks will do that with all of their own credit as well. So they'll set everything up on auto payment. And you will be in, in within usually two months. And this is the other thing that, that people don't know is banks have their own internal score. Right? They have this sort of, oh, this is a really good borrower. So, you know, we can, we can increase that limit here or we can allow them to take advantage of some extra specials or what have you, because they've been really good with us. So if, you know, for example, I'm, uh, my personal bank is with Scotia. So I set everything up to come out every single month. I don't have to think about anything that I have with Scotia bank and my internal score went up crazy. So when I actually wanted to, um, look at purchasing another property, I have a secured line of credit and I didn't have to qualify for it. And go through all my income documents and produce all my paperwork and all those other things. I just had instant access to it that they were able to offer it to me because of my internal credit score. Because
1: you're a good client. So so what I did with my line of credit, I got a line of credit when I was buying the new commercial building. Mm -hmm. And so I've always set my line of credit up because it's a pain to remember to pay it and pay more than the interest and whatever. So what I did was I said, okay, well, they said, well, typical interest is going to be about 300 or 400. So that's what they internally say the payment has to be. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, and then take an extra $1,000 a month off as well. So it effectively is paying down that line of credit, which is part of the mortgage, quicker, but it always makes sure that I've paid more than the interest, I've paid more than the minimum payment every month and it's automatic. Yeah. So that should be improving my
0: score? It will very much improve. Awesome. Paying on time improves your score, right? <laughs> I did Utilization right? paying on time those are your two the two big big ones. Um but if let's say for example you've only had a $300 credit card for the last 2 years, the bank's go okay well maybe i don't you know it's credit you might have an 880 beacon score because you literally had one credit card. So it's not a real true reporting, right? It's not just because your credit score is good, it doesn't mean you have the history built up in terms of being able to show the financial financials that yes i can I can have it and I don't need to borrow it all, and I can pay you back on time right so um, they do look at limits in terms of okay well, you've only had one credit card, and now you want to go out and buy a four hundred thousand dollar house and yep, you've had it for six months, it's only got a thousand dollar limit you've an excellent credit score it's almost like a fake score right it's not a it's not a it is a real score but
1: I I see that sometimes on uh, rental applications Mm -hmm. where the credit score is maybe low because they have a high utilization of credit Mm -hmm. and so my client might say well maybe I don't want to rent to them and then I said well let's look at the history and so even though they have a high use of credit Mm -hmm. they didn't miss a single payment like everything was R1 for like 36 months and 18 months and so they always make their payment. And what my rationale is, they're probably going to make your rent payment as well. As long as something drastic doesn't happen, you know, they lose their job or, or get injured or whatever. They have a history of paying on time.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I? What I love about what we do is everybody has a story, right? <laughs> and yes. their story could be a temporary isolated situation. There could be a potential exit strategy coming around the corner, right? There could be a hiccup in something that they do. So when we're looking at mortgages, credit score, yes, to get specific products, to get preferred rates, those types of things. But we do have a lot of cases where the credit score doesn't match who, you know, the person for what's, what, who they are and what they're going through at this time right it's very easy to see when you when you're looking at something does this person have a history of of maybe not being able to manage credit or is this an isolated incident what's right what's what's holding it back now when you're trying to apply for something online like oh I'm going to get this credit card at 0% or what have you there's not really a human being sitting back there going well you've had some hard times let's you know <laughs> let's uh, we'll, we'll lend you some money but you know mortgages are taken a little bit differently right where you can build Something for the client, and and their circumstances might be changing and turning around quickly. So we want to work with that client to say, you know what, we could do something today, but if we waited three to six months, we could actually get you something better if we just follow these steps, right? And you you've been able to do that for some of
2: our clients in the past too that have bought and sold in real estate with us.
0: Yes, yeah. yes, we have. <laughs> so
1: so what kind of things have you coached people to do? to improve a credit score so that they can become uh, house worthy or worthy of borrowing the money to buy a house.
0: So anything really that's, like I said, revolving the credit cards, set them up on auto payment or send yourself a reminder just to go online and make sure that everything's being paid. Um, number two, keep everything. I don't care what it is. Keep everything that you have been given in terms of limits. Everything needs to be under 65%. That is a hard, fast rule. Um, if you feel like you're going to go over the limit for whatever particular, again, a season, a very specific time, call the credit card company and say, can I increase my limit quickly over the phone, right? If you've paid them back on time, they'll be happy to do it because you don't want to be, you know, sitting on that limit. Um, keep, uh, now what's really neat is you can keep track of your credit score. Uh, we have an app, um, it's called Mopolo, M-O-P-O-L-O.
1: you got to say that slower. I didn't even catch it. I'm sitting right beside you.
0: Uh, it's M-O-P-O-L-O, and you can find it on Google Play.
1: Mopolo. Or Mopolo. It's kind of like Marco Polo, but Something Mopolo.
0: Like, don't ask me. I did not create the name. Um, so you can actually find me as a mortgage broker. And then once you download...
1: Where would we find you as a mortgage broker?
0: Well you can use you dr.
1: dr Google or what? <laughs>
0: Dr Google yes, the Wilson team uh, in Ottawa, and um, once you actually download it there's a there's a an actual credit tracker, so you can click credit tracker, fill in your personal information, and then you have instant access to your credit report, so it will tell you what your score is, where you're currently sitting now it is transunion based um so you can track it on a monthly basis, and it even gives you alerts when something is changing or somebody's even inquiring on your credit. And you really want to be able to track it on a monthly basis because you don't want fraud, right? If somebody's inquired, you're going, wait a second, I didn't inquire for any credit this month. What's going on? Why did I just get an alert? Um, so so tracking it is good. You can, you can download it again, online and just sort of keep that. And it's not a hard hit, it's a soft hit, which is really nice.
1: And so do we go on like uh, the Apple store or the Google store and yeah. we, we look up Mo- Mo-Polo. MoPolo. MoPolo. And there's it some Mo-Polo other cool tools on there too. It's, yeah. it's a free download. It's
0: a free download, yep.
1: Okay, and is it from your company? It is.
0: Yeah, it's our company through Invest Mortgage Intelligence. That's so cool. It is, it's really I Right after we get
1: off of here, I'm going to go <laughs> download Polo.
0: <laughs> now the other really neat way to um, somebody who may have had uh, negative credit and is having a difficult time trying to, well, hey, I've had bad credit, so how do I go and fix this if nobody will lend me any money? Um, So there are things such as secured credit cards, right? And you can can go online and just type in secured credit cards. So what that means is you're going to give that company $300 or $500 up front. They're going to, in return, give you a credit card, and then you can start to build your way back up, usually six months to a year. OK, with that secured card and then you can apply through another department store, you know, like a Canadian Tire or something to get that second one, maybe again with a lower limit. Um, but that would be unsecured, right? You don't have anything against that. And that's a good way to start to rebuild those trade lines. Um, because and would
2: that be a good way for, let's say, an 18 year old to start out with a secured um, credit card?
0: Yeah, I think the younger the better. I know that people get into college. I wish they taught this stuff, right? Because people get yeah. their credit cards in college and university. And, oh, I didn't pay that. I forgot about that. I didn't know that. had That was only $500, you know? I forgot about that thing. It was a $17 minimum payment. But it's ruined your credit. Like, you can't apply for it. Now you've got a great job out of, you know, a school and, and you can't can't do anything with it right in terms of being able to start acquiring things yeah, like a my car student
1: loan a stu- you know? <laughs> I didn't yeah. pay it
0: so those reports so that's a good thing <laughs> um but one of the things to think about too is uh any judgments collections um family responsibility uh bankruptcies um
1: what about when I don't pay my parking ticket
0: when you don't pay a- no.
1: No? Okay, good. I haven't
0: seen one of those yet. The <laughs> city of Ottawa has not caught up. <laughs> they just take your license, don't they? <laughs> well when you go to renew your license, when you, you, go, you go to renew, can. you gotta pay and everything. Gotta in pay front. It all up. They have yep. they have another angle, they can get you. Yeah. Um so <laughs> anything like um bankers proposal will have a very negative impact. Um and a lot of people think that, okay, well, you know, after my two years or what have you, I've been paying. It's really not. Those things when you have negative credit, it will stay on there for seven years. <sighs> Wow, okay. Oh, that's so a long time.
2: make including in R five or something like
0: that. Seven years. Yeah. So before you you know, I know there's a lot of people advertising to grey you have negative credit come into consumer proposal. People think they're they're doing the right thing. Talk to somebody who is an expert in credit um before you make those decisions because there might be another way around it. Um consumer proposal can take a really long time to come off your credit bureau and by the, you know, and you're paying it, then it has to start from the time you stop paying it, right, is when you have to start rebuilding credit. So it could be a 10-year program, right, that you're sitting on. Okay.
1: okay, so we've got, like, just a couple minutes left. Okay. And there's one piece I want to hit. Okay. And that is protecting your credit score. You, you know, you get pre-approved for a mortgage, you buy a house, mm. you're, you're approved for credit, you f- fulfill your conditions. Mm-hmm. And now it's two months before you close. What do you do to protect your credit? Because the bank just might pull another oh, score right before have. closing.
0: They have. Even on renewal now. If you're a renewal staying, store? Yeah, if you're staying Ooh. with the current financial institution, you're trying to negotiate a good rate, and they say, oh, you have not been very smart in the last six months. We're going to give you a higher rate because guess what? Nobody else will, will lend to you, right?
1: Wow. So that's a
0: big one. But yes, how to protect it. Please don't go buy anything or apply for any credit. The second you get that mortgage approval in your hand, you need to stop applying for any credit whatsoever. Wait Until, till after. And Wait till don't even spend after. on your visa,
1: your existing visa. Right. Because if you go up just, over that 65%, yeah, could, it could be a bad thing, right? <laughs> it could be a bad thing. Yeah,
0: it can be definitely a very Wow. Bad. So just leave everything alone. If you have to buy something, call us, right? Give us a call and say, hey, I'm thinking about this. Pay Can out, I do it? Do cash. I have the room for it? Should pay I do
1: cash it? or wait until after you close on the house?
0: Yeah. I, right? Yeah. Car breaks down, okay. call us first. <laughs> so,
1: so I know I've learned something. Have you learned something? I've
2: definitely learned lots of things. Yeah. Ke-
1: Kelly was a great teacher today. Hopefully you've learned something and we've helped you to make wise decisions around your credit and purchasing. And some people will, I'll probably get some emails saying, Credit is bad, don't do it. And yet, in this world, you need a little bit of credit if you're gonna survive. Mm -hmm. So, even if you pay it off every month, that's awesome.
0: Or don't you know, I even say for use it every six months, take it out, buy a tank of gas, and then put it away again for another six months.
1: Okay, so mo polo, M O P O L O, yes, to check your credit score.